start to put tension on my string drawback, I was like, okay, I'm gonna smoke. It's him. You can look at the horns when he's dead. I'm, I'm in, you know, in the zone. Let the arrow go is perfect. Uh, when they lose their front shoulders, yeah, you start, yeah, that's how you know. What's going on, guys? This is episode 133 of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. Hey, you got it right this time. I did. I sure did. Uh, it's just me and Nick hanging out tonight. Yeah, Tom has an excused absence. Uh, yes. He's doing farm work, so. Doesn't count against him. He's I mean, safe. We'll rip on him for it, but yeah. we'll out. Yeah. So today, I kind of wanted to break down, um, well, it's actually kind of like a spinoff from last episode, mm-hmm. where we were talking about tree stand placement, um, and we did a little bit of talking, like getting mobile areas prepped, um, but mainly I wanted to talk about uh, like tree stand modifications and little bits of gear to help keep your, uh, your mobile setup efficient. Because um, you're all about, like, we, make, we make fun of you a lot, but you're all about changing your gear modding, using yeah. your gear in different ways trying to figure out what you can do to make it work a little bit different and yeah. even though we make fun of you you do find some pretty oh, helpful yeah, t- things I've, I've put tom on several different things and mm-hmm. um just because i remember when i first when tom let me start over when, <laughs> when i first convinced tom to do like the whole lock on and sticks he was pretty against it for a while he like, was yeah. like either uh, permanent stand or he used the climber quite a bit yeah, he and, did not want to get away from the climber no and he got burned in a climber one time and then that's that was the turning point for him he's like okay let me just maybe there's something let about me just this. see what what this is all about mm-hmm. um, and I remember when he first got started he was complaining to me on how it took him like a half hour to get set up and mm-hmm. he's like dude he's like you know like I hang a stick and then he carries one up hangs that one climbs back down grabs another. I'm like what are you doing yeah that's and it's Less than I'm probably right around like six minutes. Oh, yeah, I'm under 10. Yeah, easy. Um, and that's with four sticks. Yeah, four sticks and, and your stand. Yeah, I mean, it, sometimes I'm only like two sticks high, or if I can climb the tree, that makes a lot. Yeah, you can get up a lot even, quicker. But uh, so yeah, I just wanted to, um, you know, if you're new into mobile hunting, or even if you're not new, maybe there's something I bring up tonight that you haven't been doing that'll speed you up a little bit. Um, one thing that you turned me on. Uh, turn me on to turn you on yeah <laughs> that turn you on uh was the climbing harness instead of like a tree stand harness yeah. for ascending it's so much quicker to oh, use yeah. that like it's so much because just because of all the different loops that you have right at your hips to well, and i've noticed a lot of newer tree stand harnesses are coming out with lineman belts mm-hmm. um where some of the old ones I used, like the old uh, hunter safety system vest mm-hmm. style harnesses, they didn't have any of that on there. Well, it's because people weren't using them in that way. No. You didn't need a stand that you could hook to your hips, or I didn't don't mean a, a rope that you could hook to your hips so you could lean off while you're hanging sticks. That's not what they were designed to do. Yeah, at the time, like, you know, that was back when, like, just ladder stands were super popular. Yeah. So you just climb up the ladder, hook in, and you were done. Yeah. Um, or a lot of people use those lifelines. 
mm-hmm. that they would hook to as they climb up. Um, so before that they got real popular with putting Lyman loops on your tree stand harnesses, which I know like muddies do now. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank and I started using like literally like a, um, what's the Forester belt mm-hmm. almost is what it is. Um, that they, they already have like Lyman belts or Lyman loops on them. And we, for years hanging tree stands, we would do the most unsafe yeah. manner possible pretty much. I mean, I used to literally like wrap one leg around the tree. Yeah, we did some sketchy stuff. Wedge, I'm sure everybody has. Yeah, but. I mean, we, you know. And it takes jam- a lot more, to, in addition to it being very unsafe, it takes a long time to hang sticks like for a permanent lock on without without well and i think that's what turned tom off of it so much is he knew how much of a pain in the ass it was that we to hang sticks to, to hang stands and sticks before we um like before i convinced him to try it yeah you when know, you're we, not tethered to the tree it's a real bitch to hang them yeah and now you know you throw the lineman belt around which i don't know anybody that's mobile hunting that isn't using a lineman belt yeah if you're not you you're uh, you have to yeah it's it slows you down so much to not have it yeah so you know, if you if you already if you have a tree stand harness that already has two little hoops or loops on your hips, you're good. Um, if not, uh, just like I said, the uh, like a Forester harness has mm-hmm. worked great. Um, it's kind of like a minimalist style saddle, if you mm-hmm. will. Yeah, um, basically. But I mean, I wouldn't recommend like hanging from it, like like a saddle would. I mean, it'll hold you. I know that it's not like yeah, unsafe. but it's not designed it's to not sa- it's or it's not um, comfortable. It's not designed for that style. Yeah. Um, so definitely like a Lyman belt, um, helps a lot. And then branching off of that, you know, depending on what setup you have, um, Tom was, like I said, he was not complaining, but just like, man, it, I, I hate going in mobile in the mornings because it takes so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told him what I was doing is just putting little, uh, loops with paracord off the side of your harness or your, yeah. your Forrester belt. And then you can hang like the Versa button of your sticks through those loops and that way you hang your first, I usually hang my first two sticks from the ground. Yeah, I always um, do two from the ground. So I hang two sticks from the ground and I put one on each hip, stand on my back and head up. So from the time I set up on the ground, like I only, I don't have to come down until I'm done hunting. Yeah, same. Which is huge. It saves so much time climbing up and down and it's way less uh, noise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's a big thing, putting loops on your harness or whatever. I don't hang mine on my harness. I just leave them my other two on the stand so you have yeah so i guess and i have those j hooks yeah that talk about lone that wolf a little bit. so not everybody's gonna have lone wolf custom gear yeah but talk about but the they, you can use those j hooks on anything any you know yeah. they're long enough they'll fit through anything as long as your stand and sticks have holes in them you can run a little j hook through it mm-hmm. and it just cinches them right down so talk about how you come up the tree and basically the same way how you do it to because I know you get up the tree very quick. Yeah, I hang my first two, and then after my first two are hung, I climb up until I'm, I'm reaching where I want my third stick, and I just reach onto my back, pull it off. And so I, you know, my stand's on my back. I just reach back, pull it off, hang so, it. Do you still have the J-hooks on the stand, or are they just set into the I do. I loosen the J-hook so it's easier to get it off. I'm, I don't have to mess with it because the rubber grommets hold them, but I don't want to... Have it fall I don't want to trust just that rubber grommet to hold mm-hmm. it, and then it'll fall off. And uh, so I do leave the J hook on. I just loosen it up so it's easy to unhook it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it doesn't take any extra time. And then put those two sticks up, and then I'm up there. I think honestly, um, 
I'm going to say it now so if it so I can have the patent for it. I think instead of like a threaded J-hook, they should be like a spring release. Yeah, so that'd like be you nice. could basically like push it in push and it, it in, holds and then we'll, just like, clicks. We'll push it down and give it like a half a turn. So like there's like it like lock like a half turn would lock it in mm-hmm. place and then just a half turn the spring would pop out and then you could push it in, pull the hook out. Mm-hmm. I mean so I mean you're talking saving a few seconds. Um, yeah. but it wouldn't be that hard to fashion a J no. hook that style. No, not at um, all. Maybe something as much as I like tinkering with gear, maybe I'll design something and mm-hmm. throw a spring on it. Have um, some fun. But yeah, so I use the um, just hook or loops um, with Versa buttons. Now there's a lot of 3D printing companies out there now that make um, little like 3D printed slots that you can hang off your belt mm-hmm. that the Versa buttons will slide right into. And they're 3D printing is pretty cheap, so they're, I mean they're not much, um, but paracord is really cheap. Um, so whatever works for you, go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, paracord I like because it's it's like it doesn't create any more bulk. If I've got like a yeah. bunch of plastic blocks hanging off my belt, it's just more. And plastic will make noise. Yeah. So I like the paracord personally. Um, I've even, I've tried bungee and I really didn't care for the bungee. It was just almost like too much of a fiddle factor. It just, the paracord's nice. Cause it just, the weight of the stick holds it in the bottom of the loop. Yeah, it tightens you, it up enough yeah. to. And then you just lift up on it and it comes right out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like, I guess the big thing for me for ascending up the tree and then, when it comes to like actual tree stand, I, it's tough to call them modifications, but like add-ons, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you don't do any sort of silencing. I, yeah, I do nothing. Um, I'm big on silencing. Like metal ting is like, I hate hearing that in the woods because yeah. it's so unnatural. I would much rather have like a thud mm-hmm. sound that just, metal ting, you will never hear that in the woods unless it's involved. Unless like, it's you. Unnatural, yeah. yeah. Um, so I've used hockey tape i've used stealth strips and i've used uh the lone wolf custom your slayer tape Mm -hmm. um all of them work i think that um my biggest issue with like the hockey tape is it doesn't seem to last more than it probably like starts fraying a lot yeah um it's it's by far your cheapest option but i think for a reason uh Mm -hmm. i literally like when i first started i was reapplying hockey tape every year uh it just for whatever reason it just doesn't seem to hold up nearly as well Mm -hmm. um and then I use stealth strips for a little while. And what I didn't like about stealth strips is they're like um, they're like a felt material, so they're really good about keeping it quiet and everything. But um, does it hold moisture? Yes. Okay. That that's the only issue I have with it, and not that it like creates like any like musty or anything, but I noticed it almost loses some of its like um, grip ability when it when it holds moisture mm-hmm. so like if i've got it on my sticks and i'm hanging a stand in the rain i notice that it's like literally it's like more slippery than um just like bare metal yeah so i didn't like that um which so now i use slayer tape which it's like a it's similar to stealth strips but it's like a rubberized mm-hmm. um uh, it's it's weird to explain it's almost yeah, like it's, moleskin yeah but um it keeps it doesn't hold any moisture or water, um, so it stays super grippy all the time. And the glue on the, this tape is insane. Like, wherever you want it, I hope that that's the last place you want it because <laughs> it literally will peel. Like, it, the glue is going to stay. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to have to use Goo Gone or something to pull it off. Yeah. Um, so, I I run, you know, the Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Actually, I switched to the .75 this year. 
um, which, I mean, they're all pretty much the same configuration. But, yeah. Um, I silence the uh, spot where the pack frame locks into the frame. I just put a little bit of Slayer tape on each of the tabs. Mm-hmm. So then there's no noise going in. And then where the beam, uh, like the post. The upright. Yeah. The upright or the post or whatever, wherever that's going to contact the platform, I put a little bit of Slayer tape there. And that's any stand. Yeah. Um, when you fold them down, there's going to be metal to metal contact yeah. somewhere. Um, and because I don't, I mean, a lot of guys I see that they put um, stealth strips or Slayer tape or whatever on the platform. I've done that in the past and I feel like I wear it out with my boots really fast. I was going to say, I'm sure um, you completely destroy it almost immediately because yeah, you have I that do. hard metal and then your boots are on it. It's yep. not going to hold up. Even if it's good stuff, it's not going to hold up if you're grinding your boots on it all the time. Yeah. So I put it on the post. And in the past, I, I always used to put some sort of deadening um, material, hockey tape or Slayer mm-hmm. tape, whatever, um, around the top of the perimeter of my stand because that's like the main place where your beam's going to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed that I was just chewing through it in one season um, with my boots. So this year, I decided to try the paracord wrap on the front of the platform. I didn't do the whole perimeter, just like the where your yeah, feet the, are yeah where my feet are gonna be um, it looks pretty sweet yeah I, so, you didn't just like wrap it you you tied it up nice yeah, yeah. so like I, i've seen uh, actually uh, it was garrett prawl from the di or he's the diy sportsman mm-hmm. and he had a video he posted a long time i feel like it's like six years or something like that it was a while ago mm-hmm. um about doing a cobra weave on his platform and when I, cause like the first time I thought about doing paracord, I was thinking of like just wrapping it and then like putting like a spray adhesive or something. And, but I was worried of it like unraveling and then like, cause like I've I've seen like the Cobra weave before and I'm like, man, that looks like it takes a lot of time Mm -hmm. and I'm constantly buying and selling gear. And I just like hated the idea of spending all that time just to sell it in a season. Yeah. Um, but after getting this stand, I know that it's, I've made the, I don't think I've said it on here, but like I made the same comparison with the bow. When I got this, the my, my most recent bow, it felt like my oldest, like my first bow. Mm-hmm. So I know that I'm going to hold on to it for a really long time. Cause like, that's the whole idea with me playing with gear is like trying to find the perfect setup to where I never have to buy it, uh, yeah. another piece of gear. Um, and this stand is that for me. I, mm-hmm. this is going to be the last stand I buy like lock on. I mean, yeah. the saddle stuff maybe, but most of my hunting is done out of a lock on and I don't see myself ever getting rid of this one. So I decided, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to try the pair of Um, and it's actually really simple, but it is very time consuming. Yeah. You um, texted or you sent me a Snapchat and that you were just getting started. You had like three wraps on it. And then it was like three hours later, you sent me another one. I was like, wow, that is taking forever. Yeah, and I, that was constant. I didn't stop. Like it was yeah. just going. And because I've never done it before, I was very meticulous. Yeah. Um, and I'm super OCD. So I wanted like the spacing and everything perfect mm-hmm. on it. Um, but I ended up doing the whole thing and it, I think it's going to hold up really well. Paracord's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see that it, I don't see it getting destroyed after no. a season. Um, and I know several guys that, I'm not the first guy to do paracord. Um, so I, it, it is very simple. So don't get intimidated by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just block out a couple hours if it's your first time. <laughs> um, so that's like the my main thing for like silencing. And then in more recent, probably the last two years, I've wanted to get to a point where I don't have to, I hate doing screw-ins, like 
screw in bow hangers, mm-hmm. backpack holders, all that crap when I get in the tree. Yeah. Because I don't know how many times I've had hunts that happen right as soon as you get in the tree. Mm-hmm. I've shot deer right as soon as I got in. I've missed more opportunities at deer yeah. right when I got in because I was still setting up. And I know you've had similar yep. occurrences where and you, I know your dad too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you get in and it's instant. It, yeah. The deer's on you as soon as you're up. Exactly. So I hated the idea of getting up a tree, trying to do a screw in bow hanger. And if you're in, you know, a white oak, it is a pain in the ass to get a screw in into it because they're just so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you usually want to put like for me anyway, my bow hook is always way above my head. Yeah. So the, same. It's you're kind of, and I usually kind of like go just around, depending on how big the tree is. It's like kind of just around. So it's a pain in the it, ass. It's you, tough to reach it. All you, well, and your strength is like gone when you reach yeah, up you're that high. Fully extended. So it's just something, you know, easy. another thing might oh, interrupt you. Um, my dad was doing that one time. This was years and years ago in a climber and he was like kind of bouncing a little bit with his climber uh you know just trying to get it screwed in and as he was bouncing it loosened up and he fell out of the tree it like unhooked it didn't like completely unhook the strap but it lost tension on the teeth in the strap and it slid all the way down Oof. i was like wow that's great <laughs> yeah so good way I, to start the hunt yeah so i hate any like additional setup like that mm-hmm. um now i get sometimes like i like to film so like that's a necessary um yeah sometimes there's no way around it yeah i mean but that's an added thing for me yeah i i but for like hanging my bow in my backpack all that stuff i hated the idea of having to screw into the tree Mm -hmm. um so i added last year um that i i bought that um the wolf pack Mm -hmm. i guess and the big thing that sold it for me was the tree stand or like the tree strap in mm-hmm. the backpack. Now I'm sure you could rig it up on. Now that I've seen it, I'm sure I could rig it up on any backpack. Yeah. But but I I always use a fanny pack, not a back backpack. So, it, so it's basically the same thing. I that's what I always do. I just hook it right to the tree. I throw it around and tighten it right on the tree. Yeah. So I don't think personally with everything I carry in like camera arm, camera, yeah. all that stuff, a fanny pack. I'm sure there's they probably make bigger fanny packs. Yeah. Mine's work. mine's bigger. Um, but with most backpacks, typically I would end up having to screw in a little mm-hmm. bow hanger, hang it from that. But now literally as soon as I get up in the tree, it deploys out the back, hook it around. And it's literally like you said, like a fanny pack, mm-hmm. tighten it down, takes literally two seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing for my bow, I got away from all bow hangers. Uh, I want something that's attached to my platform all the time. And I've been playing around with different ones over the last couple of years. Um, and I think I'm going to end up, um, I've used the third hand bow holder. Um, I've used the, um, I'm trying to think what brand it is. It's like cat skills something. Um, but it's called the sidekick or the quick, it's not the sidekick quick draw bow holder. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the lone wolf custom gear, the sidekick mm-hmm. bow holder. I've used all three. Um, and, and then I've also used like the in platform bow holders on most yeah. stands which I, i'm not a big fan of i don't care for it, those. it puts it right in the between middle. your legs and yeah. especially for somebody like frank who stands yeah i can't it's use pretty them. much unusable so i wanted something that i could attach to the platform that's low profile um and i it's kind of a tie between um this the uh, sidekick from lone wolf um, which i really like because it spins out of the way 
um, it stays super tight to the stand um, and it's always attached to the stand so as soon as I get up in the tree I pull my bow up slap it in there and it's done mm-hmm. uh, the other thing there is that uh, the quick draw bow holder now that one is it's pretty much a tie it depends on what style um, you like mm-hmm. but um, the quick draw basically takes a bracket that goes behind your stabilizer um, and it's like a pin that goes straight down mm-hmm. and then on the side of your stand you put this little bracket that is like a slot that's just big enough to fit that um, bracket in mm-hmm. and then it's already silenced with like a shrink tube or something and literally it just sets straight down into it so basically it quick draw you just pick yeah. it straight up and it's ready to rip mm-hmm. so I really like that um, configuration and that's like the quick draw is like 30 bucks and uh, the sidekick from Lone Wolf is like 45. So like they're pretty comparable in price. Yeah. Um, I think the, the uh, third hand bow holder is a little bit cheaper, but my biggest problem with that is it's super bulky. Um, mm-hmm. It's like two, it's like this, um, it looks like a giant tuning fork basically, um, but it's stationary wherever you put it. It's out there. It sticks three, four inches past the platform. So I'm not a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I really like for the bow. Um, and that's really it for stand uh, attachments, stand attachments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like having a little pack underneath my seat because I'm a sitter. Frank, I know you yeah, like to stand. I stand the whole time. Um, so I like to keep, uh, actually I just use, uh, like a trophy line pack. It's like, uh, I think they're like 15 or 20 bucks. Uh, but you, they sell them on Amazon for the same price. Mm-hmm. But they basically, I just have it clipped to the bottom of the seat, and then it basically just hangs straight down mm-hmm. when I'm sitting. So, like, if I just leave it open, my rangefinder, cell phone, grunt tube, whatever I want, is literally tucked right between my legs. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't have to reach around to my backpack or anything. Yeah. Um, just makes everything super accessible, mm-hmm. which I really like. Yeah. You know, less movement turning around, digging in a big backpack for one little thing. Yeah. I can look down and everything is right mm-hmm. there. Um, but yeah, I it. always wear hoodies mm-hmm. and I always keep, I, I always keep my grunt tube around my neck uh, on a lanyard, but everything else, which I don't like have anything really else. Uh, I don't like having my grunt tube around my neck. Why? I'm afraid it's like, I mean, because if I'm wearing a hoodie, I'm afraid of it like getting caught in my bowstring or something. Well, I don't leave it just flopping out oh, to catch my bowstring. Well, it I inside. wear bibs all the time too. Oh, that's true. So I can have it in my bibs without it being like really constricted inside so of a hoodie. you wear bibs on the outside of? Oh God, yeah. Okay, see, I don't. Mine's underneath. Well, it depends. Like in late season, I'll wear them under because they work better that way. Yeah, because then you don't. Your skin isn't exposed when you. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't work well, it wouldn't be exposed anyway, but yeah. it just scratch that. Yeah. But if I'm not worried about keeping that warm, like I I'm going to be warm enough without the full containment of the bibs, then I don't I just don't. I could mostly for that reason if I have something around my neck, it's easy to get at and it's not going to be flopping yeah. around everywhere. I guess it has maybe for me because I don't really grunt much at all. Mm, I don't either, but still, I, I like to it have it. feels like you're hunting when you have yeah. two around your neck. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, just gets you in the mindset. Yeah, I usually just have mine in my pack, like I said, right between my mm-hmm. legs because I, I will only grunt if I see the buck I'm after, or not. I guess not the buck I'm after. If I see a buck I want to shoot, it doesn't look like he's going to come to me. That's the only time I'll grunt. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I, I just, I, I don't like it around my neck. I used to have a bow or a binocular harness that I wore while hunting. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't like having anything in front of me really. Yeah. It's just one more thing I'm thinking about and mm-hmm. scratch that. Don't like it. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really it. I don't do any like crazy modifications. I don't like cut stands apart or anything like Some that. Some people get real wild. Yeah. I mean, I know I saw a video a guy like bought like a brand new Novix and just like chopped the front off. Um, <laughs> there's, I mean, you can do whatever you want. And it's probably gonna avoid the warranty. Yeah, I would. But I almost do, certainly think I avoids the warranty. Probably, probably, I guess that's probably the easiest way to put it. I don't do anything to my stand that would void a warranty. Yeah. I don't cut anything. I just like just make sure it's silenced. Um, and well, really, and usually they're made in a way that they have like some structural integrity. The way the they are designed, thing, yes. and you start cutting it. You might be compromising how that stand is made, you know, what it's rated for. It's rated for 300 pounds. It's rated for 300 pounds the way it's built. Yeah. Not after you hack it up. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't really think of that. They just... It's metal. It's good. good. Yeah. So you, I guess, do what you want, but do it at your own (laughs) risk. Yeah. Don't be upset if it ruins it. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, when you spend that kind of money on a tree stand... Yeah, the right. Like, why would you spend it. that much money just to, all right, let's take the Sawzall to it. Yeah, well, that's it. I remember, so I bought one of the Ambush platforms, the saddle platform, mm-hmm. when they first got released. And it was, I put it up in the tree, and if it was, if it was like a soft bark tree, it was fine. But any hard bark tree, it would click, like, when you shifted your weight side to really? side. and. I came up with, I put a 45 degree angle on the teeth because it was three quarters of an inch thick and the teeth didn't have any sort of angle. So like the, there wasn't like a point on the teeth. It was like three oh, quarters of an inch thick. They were just like square. They were, they were cut out, but square. Okay. And I I came up with it. That was the reason it was clicking because every tree stand I've ever hunted that like is They're either thin or teeth thick, or they have an angle. Yeah. So I'm like, well, this doesn't have that. I wonder if that's the issue. So it took a lot in, out of me to take a grinder to it. Um, I couldn't I, do it. But I did it, and it was the exactly what I wanted. It mm-hmm. was perfect. Uh, and it wasn't long after that. Actually, I think I talked to Andre about it, and it wasn't long after that. They're now machined. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to take a grinder to mine, but now if you buy one, I'll You don't it. have to take a grinder to yours. <laughs> yeah, and I just I actually just took a Sharpie marker and covered up the like where it was shiny mm-hmm. and that lasted like about a season um, but then after that i took just to test it i used leather dye mm-hmm. and because aluminum's porous like it soaks up. yeah it actually soaks it up and it's been like that for like two years and nice it's i mean it's not the same color as the platform but at least it's not, it's not like, shiny yeah which i mean it's up against the tree yeah it wouldn't make a difference but it makes a difference makes, to you yeah when i'm in the stand i don't want to see shiny metal yeah so has nothing to do with the hunting aspect. It's just what you want. Yeah. Look good. Feel good. That's exactly. <laughs> Look good. Hunt good. That's that's right. It's all, it kind of all comes back to the confidence thing we've talked about many mm-hmm. times on here. It's, you know, whatever makes you feel confident, you know, if, if you th- want your bow hung up in the tree, then deal with screwing them in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they actually make some like that are strapped on. Yeah. Which um, I feel like that would take even more time. Maybe not. I don't know. Depends mm-hmm. on how it's made. Yeah, I, I've never looked into them. Um, I like I said, I like mine that's already on the platform because mm-hmm. I've I've been busted by two that I can think of bucks that I would have shot had I been set up. Yeah, and it just it kills me to think that 
if you would have had one little thing, yeah, it would have went totally different. So that's just for me. Um, if there's anything out there you guys are doing that you think keeps you guys efficient, speeds up the process, let us know. Um, that's most people don't like. They'll notice something that is either impeding them or they don't like, and they don't do anything to fix it. Like you are always doing different things, oh, and like I try different things all the time to see what works a little bit better, what might make this go a little smoother where some people are just like, ah, shit, I wish it was different. And then they just live with it. Like, yeah. no, just keep, just try different shit. I've literally, even if it has nothing to like, if it, what you're trying isn't like made for hunting, try it. If you think it might work, even if it's not a hunting apparatus, use it with your stand. It might work just fine. Yeah. I've probably hung my stand over two dozen times this summer already. Mm-hmm. Just tweaking. And I've been hunting with a lock on for a long time. And I still, all like all summer long, because like hunting is that's my hobby. That's yeah. all. I don't fish. Uh, I used to enjoy wrenching on motors and stuff. I don't do that anymore. Like hunting is what I do. That's my yeah. hobby. So all summer long, if I got an hour after work, I just go hang a stand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, there, you know, I've got a little bit of woods by my house, so I'll just pick different trees. Mm-hmm. You know trees that I even wouldn't typically hunt out of like because they're super wonky or whatever. I just want to see what the stand's capable of yeah. and see how to re see how efficiently you can get up a, a not ideal tree. Cause you yeah. never know when that tree is going to be the spot you want to be in. Yeah. Especially like hard leaning trees. Mm-hmm. I learned, um, the hard way, you know, the first time trying to climb a tree, like right on the edge of a field, there was a poplar tree that had a serious lean to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a hell of a time getting up it because my weight, like the way where I had to climb from, it was like I had to climb on like the side to where mm-hmm. it was, I was climbing at an angle and the weight of my body wanted to keep swinging me underneath. So I ended up having to shift. So I was climbing. So it was almost like um, walking up a ramp. Yeah. Walking up a ramp. Exactly. And, you know, I just... I don't want to have, I don't want the first time experiencing something like that to be when I'm trying to get set up in the woods Yeah. Um, to like actually hunt. So now I just screw around different trees mm-hmm. and play around with it. And I enjoy it. Like, it's not like a, a it's not a chore to me. I just, yeah, just you're going out around. having fun. It's something. Yeah. You know, and, just, and it helps your success later. Yeah. Hopefully <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> uh, actually I killed a, uh, killed a deer out of that stand or out of that exact tree last year was the one I had an issue with so perfect yeah I actually the last year so it was two years ago I had the issue with it Mm -hmm. last year I hung in that stand like in the summertime like six times climbed up it got situated like okay I like this and climb down you know go back like a week later start and just try something different Yeah, every time I'd go out to the farm I'd just go up that because it's right on the edge of the field so it was like super quick to get to Mm -hmm. and then last year climbed up it boom done deal yeah so Works for me. Um, like I said, I, if you guys have any other little things you guys like to do, shoot us a message. Let us know because I'm always interested to try something new out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I guess before I close this out, I do want to bring up um, with the Lyman belt. Um, most of them come standard with a Prusik knot. I've switched to a Ropeman Ascender, which is basically an, a mechanical version of a Prusik knot. Mm-hmm. So much smooth, so smoother. Sorry, um, it's just. Uh, do you have a? Is yours just have yeah. like a Prusik? No, or, I have. Oh, what oh, you, right. I saw what you had. I was like, yeah, I need that. So a Prusik's not. 
they and the rope man do the exact same thing. But a prusik's not because it's it's your weight is what tightens it down. Mm-hmm. When you come off of it, it's still tight and it takes some it almost it takes both hands to loosen it up if you need to. Yeah. Where the rope man, it's literally just pull the rope or pull the pin and it loosens. Like it's yeah. so much more efficient. So if you're looking at um if you know you got a little bit of money to spend on your setup this year, I would say spend the money on a rope man and then get some uh paracord. Yeah. You can, you can always use that. paracord. Yeah. Most people it, have it lying around anyway because you're always having bow ropes and well, shit. Well, I, so. I bought to do the front of my platform, I bought a hundred foot of it for under ten dollars. Yeah, it's so like cheap. It, very cheap. Uh, it comes all if you want to make it all fancy colors or whatever, do a rainbow on there. I don't care. Yeah. Pride month just ended. So Yeah, I guess well, you have to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I guess on that note, uh thanks for tuning in for hundred and thirty three episodes now. Um Deer season's right around the corner, so make sure you guys' gear is ready to go and you're all still getting outside.